Russell. I think that I may be the voice of my generation. He's the titular world! In the sense that, no, you know what I mean? Or at least a voice of a generation. Hello, welcome to Gatekeeping, where we take a deep dive into a pop culture phenomenon and we decide if we let it through our gate. Hello, Sam, my family. Oh, what's that sound? I'm just cracking open a Corona. Oh, a Corona. I thought you, you were. I thought you were opening the nos in your <laughs> your car engine well, or whatever the fuck. You can't do it too early, yeah. which is one lesson you you learn from oh, these films. I've you, learned a lot from these. You can't nos too early. No, that that just changes the game. I've always said that. You can't nos too early Literally. or you'll fuck yourself in you the race. fuck yourself in the race. Have you ever had a corona? <laughs> no, but I've had coronavirus. No. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> I've also had it twice even. Ooh. But have you had it I've one? only had it once. Wow. That I know of. Wow, you're God's favourite. God's yep. favourite. Um, and I got it late, so. <laughs> wow, well, oh, good for you. Uh, so, of course, we're talking about the Fast and Furious franchise uh, today. Uh, when we- Sam brought this to me, I said no. I don't want to do that. (laughs) And then I was held at gunpoint. And you know what? I've been on a journey. You're in the family now. This, um, the Fast and Furious series is like pretty much the reason I started this podcast (laughs) because like gay people don't give a fuck about Fast and Furious. Like I'm the only gay person that really gives a fuck about Fast and Furious Mm -hmm. that I know of. Like if you're out there, let let me know because we need more. We need more in the family. We need more in the family. Yeah. I have been a fan of these since day one, really. Mm-hmm. Like, I I, got, I had the DVDs as a kid, that perfect sleepover movies, the Fast oh, and Furious wow. series, and then, like, saw every single one in cinemas, of course. As oh, it, wow. As You're it like a big, out. big fan. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, me and my mum really enjoy these movies. And, you know, I talk about my mum every single episode, but, like, I, I think Fast and Furious is, and, and probably Mission Impossible, they're the two franchises where it's like if a movie comes out like we're seeing it together no question like That's cute. i'm not making plans with anyone else because we're seeing that movie together well my mom messaged me the other day and was like hey do you want to go see book club two this week <laughs> so there's a book club two I yeah know. book club two the next chapter oh my god two um, book two club <laughs> if you will hey um i wonder if they'll get to 10 who knows in hopefully book, in the book club series hopefully. they gotta do it quick because those ladies are old hey, hey, hey. <laughs> those ladies are old but or they I, can have a bit of crossover and they can get helen mirren on oh that would be good yeah. and uh rita um rita aura no um is oh. it rita marino oh rita marino yes yes she'd be right at home in book club oh. well she's an 80 for brady which 80 is, for brady. is a bit of a competitor yeah franchise. yeah well they both got jane fonda though so Oh, of course. Okay. Oh, so it wouldn't really... Cinematic yeah. Universe wouldn't it's really It's not work. like a... Um, but, <clears throat> well, unlike Sam, I am not a fan of these films <sighs> until... I would probably say Saturday afternoon. <laughs> You'd never seen a single one, Never seen you? a single one in oh my, my life. God. I was very happy to go on with not watching Fast and the Furious. So, was your impression of them <clears throat> that they're like, you know, bro Fast cu- cars go vroom vroom. Yep. Yep. I, I feel like that's most people's impression of them mm. but but w- would you say you're proven wrong because i feel like I they're not that proven extremely wrong yes they're oh, nothing great. of the sort i'm really glad like that they you say are, that. but there's yeah. so much more i think the first um three like maybe the first three to four i found were real <clears throat> slog i was like yeah. really to be fair i only watched one three and four yes. i skipped two but i was like 
Right. They're okay, not- I've got fucking eight more <clears throat> of these to watch. Yeah, well, they kind of rebooted the franchise at five. Oh. And they become the, you know, the blockbuster. The Furious that we know today. Yes, yeah. exactly. But, um, I mean, I really love these movies because- I think they offer something different in the in the blockbuster action department mm. in that, like, I mean, in terms of blockbuster franchises, we don't have many that aren't superhero movies. No, it, absolutely. It, uh, what comes to mind is only really Fast and Furious and Mission Impossible. Yeah. And, and even then, I feel like, I think Fast and the Furious definitely has a more, like, not that Mission Impossible doesn't have a cultural footprint, but I think Fast and the Furious is definitely one that's, like, very much in... And a lot of people know it. Like, not that people don't know Mission Impossible, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, well, it's a bit more... There's been 10 yeah. movies. Um, I I would say they're pretty uh, on par, to be honest. Like, Mission Impossible is very iconic. People, like, argue with that on Twitter today. Oh, were they? Yeah. Mm. I'm like, don't fuck with Tom Cruise. Come yeah. on. Because, uh, you know, it's like, everyone knows the Mission Impossible theme. But yeah. I think I'm um, the Fast and Furious. It's like, uh, Mission Impossible is like... For our generation, Fast and Furious was more yeah. culturally in front of mind. I mine. remember a lot of, like, <clears throat> cultural moments because of Fast and Furious. They're more accessible to kids, I would yeah. say. But but I think they have a good, like, I think people don't know that they're actually, like, quite camp and very silly movies. Yeah. Like... I don't think I would say camp, <clears throat> but... Are you kidding me? James... We sat in the cinema last night and we watched Vin Diesel reverse out of a plane and crush two cars <laughs> and as the landing. Like, come on. I don't think that's camp. I think the term camp is a little bit overused. But... Okay, come for my neck on mm. this podcast. But they are, like, they're ridiculous. They're silly. They're, they're off silly. the wall. They're, they're bombastic. Yeah, and they but... have a lot of self-awareness that, yeah, I, th- I think people don't give it enough credit for... I don't know if they are self-aware. Are you fucking joking, James? Are I you think, fucking joking? Like, I don't think that they're as in, an, in on it as you think they are. Uh, okay, I'll give you that in that Vin Diesel isn't. No. He's, he doesn't know. <laughs> He's having... This is life or death but for him. But the films themselves, 100%. Like, he he drove down a dam while there was explosion in the bucket. Like, it's... Uh, it's- dude, if anyone's... We, what, we, flag... Flag... <laughs> fucking hell, Christ. Flag some spoilers for Fast X if you've oh, yet to see. That was in the trailer. Okay, um, but so uh, the real fastheads know that. Yeah, that's in the I'm trailer. assuming that the real fastheads that listen to this podcast will have seen it already. <laughs> the muscle bros, um, I don't want them to. Beat Sam me has up. seen it twice already, and it came out on Thursday. Um, <laughs> well, yes, of course. I had to go with my mom, and then I enjoyed it so much that I said, "When you go, I want to." <laughs> me, me, and mom had a great time on Friday night. We were laughing, laughing, laughing. I'm so glad. It was a great cinema. Like there was yeah. clapping, laughs, cheers. Et Did cetera. you see it at IMAX? Of course. Okay. Of course. I'm a so we didn't have to go to IMAX. Is what you're telling me. <laughs> well, we did. I'm glad we did. I like you, you. When you first proposed it to me, I was, I think I was up to number three, and I was like, I can't. <laughs> I was like, fuck. How am I going to get through all of these? You didn't get it. And then you were like, we have to go to IMAX, and I was like, we can go to Pentridge. We can go to Westgarth. I'm paying ten dollars no. for a ticket. No, no. And you were like, no, we'll go to IMAX. The big screen, baby. The big sc- movies are back. <laughs> but anyway. So you've watched every single movie except for oh two too fast and eight yes that- and Hobbs and Shaw but oh okay yeah um well I can cover the blank scene for yeah. you but to start at the beginning the Fast and the Furious which is so that's another thing about this 
series is that every movie uses sort of a different naming convention. And it's really interesting. <laughs> it keeps it you on your keeps toes. It keeps you on your toes. Yeah. It's always, you know, evolving with the time. You never really. know what the next one will be called, which exactly. is really part of the excitement. But The Fast and the Furious, the one that started it all. Started it all. It's quite simple. It, when you look at where the franchise ends up, it's quite a simple movie. Oh, simple doesn't even begin to describe it. It's what do you mean? so like just from where they started to where they ended up in number 10. Mary. Yes. It, it's about car culture. Yeah, it's, it's about uh, race wars. The race wars. Is, For those who don't know, they, there's a, 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 a race where they go racing in their car and they call it the race, race wars. wars yes. Which is, <laughs> it's from 2000, I think. So Yeah, but we? they brought it back again in, they did. in, F, in Furious 7. So. Well, cause, yeah, because I messaged you and I was like, race wars? Yeah. And you were like, you're up to seven already. <laughs> <laughs> it's a romantic. It's a romantic thing for Dom and Letty to yeah. go to race wars. <sighs> race wars. Race wars. But Letty. The first one is um. It's it's a. I mean, the story is Brian, who is Paul Walker. Paul Walker. I mean, he's he a rest in peace. Yes. Um, to say up top. Um, so I don't have too much sympathy for him because he. I, I was reading he dated like two sixteen-year-olds when he was like thirty-three. So, oh no! I mean, he's definitely off. Um, so I caramba. strike that from the record. But um, first one, Paul Walker. He's an undercover cop. He is trying to infiltrate Dom's. Um, uh, they are like stealing trucks, VCRs, and, yeah. and stuff like that. It's um very like low collar, blue collar crime like yeah stealing shit to resell it like you know yeah um so someone calls paul walker a fag within like the first 20 oh, minutes yeah i noted that <laughs> which i love let me tell you he but, walks into the the fucking club the, the, the house shop. and he's faggot and then two seconds later there's like a group of just like three women making out of course there's so much queer representation within <laughs> the WLW. Of Fast and Furious. The what? Women loving women. Of Fast and Furious. Yeah. Well, isn't Michelle Rodriguez bi or something? I don't know. In real life, maybe. In real life, yeah. <laughs> we need to see Letty be bi, actually, in this series. Literally. Well, you never know when she uh, well, was, we don't know how got things... her memory wiped. Yeah. Maybe she was bi. Exactly. <laughs> <For a bit. laughs> uh, she got hit in the head so hard she became bi. <laughs> Uh, Can I say that? I don't know. But um, I... I So, first one's mostly about racing. Yeah. Um, straight cars. I, I quite like the um, the racing scenes. It's quite like that stylized background where everything's just kind of like <laughs> flying past. It's, it's like cartoonish almost. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's interesting. Um, I think uh, my sort of notes from this, um, I think the NOS is just like so cool. Yeah. Like, what I did would- I text you? I was like, what is NOS? And you were I, like, I said, can't go fast. And I was like, nice. It, it's like laughing gas or something. Yeah, it's, sure. it's like nitrous oxide or yeah. whatever. I was I, like, is that like ammo? But no, it's ammo like- for cars. <laughs> Camel. <laughs> um, I think I think it works too. Like, I think it's a nice like entry point. No, I mean, I think oh, NOS, NOS works in real life. Well, think we should try it. That's a true thing. When you drive me home tonight, we can get the NOS going. We can yeah. do some drifting. One won't be driving you home. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I have I've been meaning to try NOS and drifting. In your and little Toyota Corolla or whatever you have. It's a Nissan Tita. And also, <laughs> I, I want to try the, the car, like grappling hook things they become quite a big element oh yeah of, like the 
Yeah, I'd yeah. like one of those. Okay. <laughs> Just in case a helicopter is trying to shoot me oh, absolutely. down or something. Um, did you find it hard to um, engage with these movies as someone who doesn't drive? Yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> I found it hard to engage with the first four. Yeah, because you don't drive. <laughs> yeah. You just couldn't do it. But uh, yeah, I think Nos is cool. I think Michelle Rodriguez is so, so hot. hot in this. Like, she's gorgeous. She is so hot. And also the villain is so hot in this. I, I didn't know. Who's the villain again? Um, It's like, he's like running the rival gang. Yeah. 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 He is hot as fuck. Mm. Oh my God. But he does die in the movie. But yeah. Please. Well... I, no one's dead in the Fast and the Furious universe, but so we'll he, get into that. I think he is dead, period. <laughs> yeah. I also think Vin Diesel's quite good in the movie. Like, do you know that scene where um, uh, Brian... Well, it's like after Brian's reveal that he's an undercover cop. Yeah. And Vin Diesel's got, like, the shotgun at him. And they're just saying, like, let's just save whoever I can't remember. Yeah. But do you know the scene I'm talking about? Yeah. Like... I, I got chills. Chills. I got chills. Oscar nominee. It's it's like Point Break. Point Break. These movies. Yeah. Uh, which is like you know the cop and the um, criminal. Yeah. On team up and wrong sides of the law. Yeah. But they they have this connection. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it's uh it's quite moving. <laughs> it's quite moving. It is okay. Run but- me run me through fast. Number two. What's that one called? Well, my so I don't know if you stayed till the very end of the credits of number one. But there is an after credit scene. Oh, I did it. Yeah. So, um, so they kind of changed the game with the after credit scene. Oh, yeah. So at the end of the first movie, um, uh, Paul Walker, sorry, Brian gives Dom a car and says, get out of here. You remember that? Yeah. 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 Um, and then there's an after credit scene, which is just Dom in Mexico. And nothing really happens. It's just he's in Mexico. <laughs> and you see who's there. So then it was followed up with Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. Um, Paul Walker was the only one to return, I believe. Yeah. Um, I haven't. Wa- I didn't rewatch this one because, you know, it, it is kind of at the bottom of the pile when yeah. it comes to the, the series. But they actually offered Vin Diesel $25 million to return. Wow. But he said he didn't do it because, quote, they didn't take a Francis Ford C- Coppola approach to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so he was kind of Can't. saying that, that they would were trying to create just like a, a whole different story yeah and just kind of put the fast and furious name on it and not like continue the the characters, the characters and like develop yeah. develop everything um so surprising that two fast two furious did not take a, a couple of approach to no, a, a sequel no. but um we got Paul Walker. Um, importantly, this is where Tyrese and Ludacris join the Lovely. series. Because Love them. they've been there ever since, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't really have much to say about Two Plus Two Crews. That's one with Devin Aoki, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The, I think it's very important in that, uh, like, it changed the game of how we name sequels. Yeah. Oh. Well, it didn't catch on, but it, it, no. it was Too bold. Fast, Too Furious. Like, yeah. it makes sense. Everyone knows about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then and then Tokyo Drift now. Was, was after that. This was crazy. This was crazy. They said no one from the original well, like, until the end. Yes. Do, Which do, I know why. Why? Well, okay, so um, no one did Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. That oh, was the of, third one. Of the main cast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Except it did really badly at test screening. So they were like, Vin Diesel, we will... What do you want? Really? What do you want? Like, we need you to come in and do, like, a cameo because it's, like, not doing super well and we need you to, like, set up for a sequel, they basically. Need that Vin Diesel and he magic. said, 
give me the um, give me the rights to the Chronicles of Riddick and I'm yours. Yes, I did read this. Yeah. Also, did you know how um, that Steven Spielberg is kind of responsible for Vin Diesel's career? No. Did you know this? So, uh, Vin made, like, I think it was a short film and he did some other very, very small roles mm-hmm. and caught the attention of Mr. Steven Spielberg, who then cast him in Saving Private Ryan. Oh, wow. And that's how Vin Diesel got his break. Wow. So I would love to see them work together. I would love to see the Fableman's version of that. (laughs) The Dieselman. The Dieselman. Also, his name's Vin Diesel and he's in these freaking car movies. Well, that's not his real name. He was born for it. Well, Well, but but he didn't... What's his real name? I think it's like John something. He didn't become... No, Vin, no. Diesel. Vin Diesel is a is a character. Vin it's, Diesel's not a person, and it's a great character that we love. Mark Sinclair is his name, known professionally as oh Vin Diesel. Oh my god, that Sorry. makes me skin crawl. Don't even, don't even say that again. That's Vin, okay? That's Vin. not Mark. That's, Vinny, that's my Vin. Um, but but uh, Tokyo Drift is bad. Um, yeah, I don't love it. I the accent work horrible. Oh god, Lu- was it Lucas Black who uh, plays the main guy? Shocking. Um, my favorite part of Fast and the Furious is when Bow Wow comes in. Oh yeah, part Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Bow Wow comes in and he's Lil Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow, sorry, and is speaking to this guy, <laughs> whoever the fuck he is. What's his name? John. They've all got. Couldn't tell you. We, they've all got such like. <laughs> I can't believe the main character of the Fast and the Furious is named Brian. Oh yeah, Brian and Dom. Brian and Dom. Dom. I'm like. That's like bomb. It's, it's a movie dumb. name. Yeah. But like Brian. I like Brian. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Lil Bow Wow comes in. Lil Bow Wow comes in <clears throat> and he says, Tokyo is like the army. Don't ask. Don't tell. My name is Twinkie. <laughs> his name's Twinkie. His, his name like, is Twink. His, and yeah, they keep calling him Twink. His name is Twinkie. It's insane. Um... Yeah, Lil Bow Wow did what needed to be done in this. Yeah. And then, so this movie also introduced Han, who's Han. A, a fan favorite character. Oh, I love Han. He does die in the movie. He dies, but they record We'll get to that. Yeah. But Tokyo Drift, I think it, it doesn't have much excitement to me. No. I like that they took it in a very different direction, you know, new country, new style mm. of racing. And the drift stuff is like kind of cool, but it just kind of like, it doesn't have the, to me, it doesn't have that like, juiciness to grab onto because yeah. it, 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 it kind of like apes the first movie a bit where yeah. it wants to do a simple story but it just doesn't get there for me and I found that like the main character was the worst like I did not have any interest in him no interest. I was like you're a foul man devoid of charisma this guy terrible accent work yeah so but this movie is in some ways the most important in the franchise. Oh well, yeah. Um, changed the game. It changed the game. I mean, the franchise has continuously like come back to this. Um, like, this moment. M- many, many times. And because I, I was under the impression that these films were told in a chronological order. <laughs> oh, you'd be wrong. And at the end of Fast and the Furious, <coughs> the character Han dies in this huge car crash. In Tokyo Drift. In Tokyo Drift. Yep, you've Sorry, got to I specify. Keep, I keep, I know what I'm talking about in my brain. But in Tokyo Drift, he dies in this massive car crash. Yes. Really sad moment. <clears throat> and then Vin Diesel has a cameo at the end and he's like talking to the kid and they go for a race. Yeah. Oh, then, Burmley, Fast says. and Furious. I think that's number four. Is that what it's called? Yep. So then we go back in time. Well, unknowingly <clears throat> to me, we go back in time. And because oh, the thing about the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, it is a film that is very firmly set in 2003. Yes. But they they didn't want it to be. They the didn't end. want it to be at the end. And we're watching Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, uh, Fast and the Furious 4, whatever one it's called. And up comes Han. Yep. And I'm like, oh, 
He's alive. Yeah, so they did this genius thing. They wrote themselves out of a corner and they decided retrospectively that three takes place at sort of some vague point in the future of the timeline. Yeah. But um, I I was just going to say Tokyo Drift is also really important because it's directed by Justin Lin, who Um, became the sort of go-to director for these movies. Yeah. And they actually do close the loop in the end on um, the, the... the group from Tokyo Drift. Oh, yes. If you remember in... Fast Nine. Nine. Yeah. Where inexplicably they are all working at this rocket sort of rocket facility. number nine, <laughs> take off to the planet <clears throat> um, yeah, they're, facility they're in Dublin? Edinburgh? Oh, uh, I, I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Some European country. But they're just, they're just they're- there. And and Twinkie's not going by that name anymore, if you remember that. No, He's no. like, I, they don't call me that anymore. So yeah. I don't, Twink Death came for Twinkie, Yeah, Twink Death came for Twinkie. <laughs> but yeah, so then Fast and Furious 4, we go back and the, the gang's back together. So everyone came back. Yeah. Um, Vin's back. Paul Walker's back. Michelle, Michelle Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Jordana we- Brewster. We cannot oh, forget Jordana we Brewster. Her. We love her. Um, she, her episode of The Other Two, do you remember she was that oh my god yes so funny so iconic um but yeah everyone's coming back um uh and gal gadot joins, gal gadot. joins the family as Fuck giselle yes. i forgot her last name giselle yashar <laughs> why is that in your brain i don't know man i don't know um but this is an important one because another tragic death Oh, Letty. Letty. Yeah. She dies in like the oh. first 20 minutes. Letty, who is Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. Insane. Who, who plays Vin Diesel's life partner. Yes. Life yeah. partner. <laughs> Which it's such a shame to kill her off in the first 20. Like, That's what I thought. I, I think. She said, I'll be collecting my check <laughs> and I'll. <laughs> what year did that come out? I, I wonder what else she was doing. Avatar. I think it was 2009. Was same time? Oh, maybe. Yeah. She, she the, picked the right person. She'd been busy. There. They need to bring her back in Avatar. That's what I was thinking. Oh, if they can bring her back in Fast and the Furious, they can bring her back in Avatar. Sigourney's sort of Sigourney's back, back in Avatar. Quaritch is back. You know Vin Diesel's going to be in Avatar? Yeah. Oh, God. So excited. Oh. <laughs> He'll be driving a car. He'll he be the first be. Navi to drive a car. <laughs> but yeah. the, he's bringing Nos to Pandora, yeah. which is what they need there. It's what they need. Oh, literally. But, they yeah. actually cryogenically froze Dom Toretto. <laughs> <laughs> and they've brought him to the future. Yeah. Um, um, but I found Fast and the Furious <clears throat> 4 was not that good. So the plot, I th- it, from what I remember, she dies and then Dom is sort of trying to hunt down the people that yeah, killed her. Yeah, that killed her. Yeah. And then they um, have to, like, do a drug deal. Like, a, they're, like, running through the tunnels of Mexico yes. and Gal Gadot is there. <laughs> they end up killing the people. And How does Gal fit into that? She is the right-hand... Girl, w- woman, of the, the woman, drug woman. Sorry, <laughs> women's stories matter. Um, the right hand woman of the main like kingpin. Oh, okay. And then, but they set it up so the cops come and he shoots because she's next to Dom, and <laughs> right. he goes to shoot her and Dom like saves her life. So she turns wow. out that she's like, I'm gonna help you, Dominic Toretto. Right. I'm gonna be on your side, and then they take down the bad guys. Yes, of course. Um, so but yeah, that one didn't really do it for me. <clears throat> It was kind of, they they were finding their footing, I think. Yeah, they, they were starting to go from, like, petty crimes yep. to, like, big, high, big drug deals. Yes. And then number and then, five comes around. Oh, fast and five. this really... Fast five. This is, this is the, the first one where I was like, 
oh, I think I like this. Yeah. So this is the the reboot. Um, they kind of. What's this one called? Fast Five. Fast Five. Yeah. Okay. Important. <laughs> Name check-in. Fast Five, this one. So this one, they sort of wanted to make it less about the car culture thing. And it, it becomes more of like a blockbuster. Heist. Yeah. It's a heist movie. It's yeah. blockbuster action. We get The Rock, who I the love. Walk. The Walk. The Walk. The <laughs> Walk. Um, Dwayne the Walk Johnson. <laughs> um, I this is one of my favorite rock performances. I think he's so good in this movie. Okay, you don't think so? No, he's great. He's so good. His introduction where he's just like, "Stay out of my way." Yeah, like doesn't he say, "Say the fuck out of my way"? Stay the fuck out of my way. So, so for those who don't know, he plays Luke Hobbs, Hobbs, who is trying to track down Dom, Dominic Toretto, Dom and the Fam. Yeah, um, and he's got an assistant. His translator, actually, who oh, I can't remember her name, but you know the one I'm talking about. I think it's about. Elena? Elena, yeah, something like that. Um, so those two are on Dom's trail, and then and then Dom and the fam are also, they're trying to steal the the money. Money from a drug dealer or <laughs> in, something. In Rio de Janeiro. In Rio, in Rio so that they can, I yeah, don't know, take down. What the money again? So they can run away. Oh, of course. Yeah, because yeah, they're still fugitives on the run, of yeah. course. Um, so, I really... I love this movie. Yeah. Um, it, I, I, it was good. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. yeah. And um, I really... I mean, I love heist movies, of course. Yeah. Um, I think that's what really drew me in because I was not... Like, I really could not give two fucks about cars. And, like, yes. watching them drive around in the first three, four, yep. whatever, I was just like, <clears throat> I'm so bored. It's Like, it really- I'm so bored. <laughs> It's got some really great sequences too, like the train um, where they're stealing the cars from the train. Yeah. And they drive the cars off the cliff and they yeah. just kind of like do a, a perfect dive yeah. um, and survive this huge. Oh. <laughs> it's also when the series really started to play with, you know. Um, the fantastical, like. Yes. This is not. They're not going to survive, but they are. Yeah, because yeah. the the climax, the extended climax, is them dragging a vault through the streets oh, of, of Rio. About twenty minutes of them, two cars driving this fuck off huge vault. It's so good that they've broken out of the police station yes. through the streets of Rio, <laughs> and then this vault the is used as like a fucking a battering ram, a battering ram, yeah. and then. They, but somehow in 10 seconds, they managed to swap out the vault for an empty vault so that they can take all the money. So funny. It's that bit. insane. It's insane. And, you know, they did it for real, most of this. Yeah, like, they I said, they were like, we don't want to rely on um, CGI and yeah. shit because they got complaints that Fast 4 looked shit. Yeah. And, and that's what I appreciate about them is that. They're innovative. Um, <laughs> They're trying to, like, push the boundaries and see, like, how much can actually be done. Yeah. And, and I love it. And that. it's a really effective sequence. And it's exciting. It's thrilling. It's funny. Mm. Like, it's great. And then, so we get more Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. <laughs> in Five Thank Cross. No. Every time she was on screen, I was just like, <gasps> well, it was interesting because she's kind of, like, flirty with the rock in this one. What at like the end, sure? so at the end of at the end of episode four and the start of episode five they get like flirty, but then she ends up getting with Han because he gets with Elena. <laughs> Who gets with Elena? The Rock. No, not the Rock. Sorry, what are you Vin about? Diesel. Oh, Vin Diesel. Oh, James, your poor little brain. Well, is, I, okay, listen, so listen, listen. Calling them episodes. I have yeah. watched. <laughs> I watched 
eight Fast and the Furious films in about five days. <laughs> it's not good for the brain. It's not. Um, wait, so Gal... Gal is flirting with Vin. Yep. And then... But she gets with Han. She gets with Han. In the end. And, and then, then Vin, Vin gets, gets with, with Elena. Elena, who, if you don't remember, is the translator from from The Rock. Yeah. And and they have... The Rock and Vin Diesel have a great dynamic in the end. It's, it's similar to the first movie with Brian and um and Dom where at the end the rock is kind of like we're on opposite sides of the law but uh damn I you respect you me. yeah well, you got you helped me get the bad guy the bad drug yep. dealer I said I'll give you 24 hours I'm gonna give you 24 hours to get out of town I also love at the end where um Dwayne comes out onto the bridge with his huge gun and just like shoots the bad guy twice. Just yeah, like um, and it's now a lot. Fast Five is very important because yep. this big vault chase will come in. We're gonna revisit that. We're in gonna fast revisit X. this. So remember, the it's very important. Remember, remember that's happened. the thing about Fast. You never know what you're gonna need to remember. Well, so you gotta remember it all. That's the thing. It's like these movies will show you simply an event happening, e.g., a car crash. Yeah. But, and then they will pan to the left slightly but, yeah, the- and John <laughs> McGee will be standing there, the villain of Fast and the Furious 85, and he'll be like, you killed my dad. Yeah, I'm going to get you. It's an amazing way. It's like, oh, my God, they were there the whole time. Exactly. We just we had no idea. They're filmmaking <laughs> innovations and storytelling <laughs> that they're able to do in this franchise There's, is phenomenal. There could be a, a scene where just like – Vin Diesel picks up a, a glass of water and yeah. then, but there's actually about a hundred different things that have happened there exactly. off screen that we don't know about exactly. that will be relevant in a few years to come. So just pay Keep attention. Keep a keen eye. <laughs> Keep a keen eye. So then we get to, so the next one's called Fast and Furious 6. Yeah. And it's just Fast and, like the and symbol. And <laughs> Yes. Fast and Furious 6. Yeah. So the, the plot of this one is that Letty is Back from she's the dead. Back from the she's dead. Back from the dead, bitch. Um, so she's one of the first to sort of like come back. Yeah, can, canonically, first of many. but come back from the dead. Um, so this is Dom, like trying to get Lady back. Yeah, because um, Dwayne. Because at the end of Fast and the Furious Five, oh, after credit scene, after yes. credit scene, <laughs> he's in the office, and Eva Mendes, who in. I think I missed out on her. She was in Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, yeah so she's unfortunately, pop, I. Didn't appreciate what, but I, I assume it was. Big. I was like, if they're getting even Mendes, yeah, surely for, for a bit wrong. She's gotta, she's gotta have some importance. The fans must have been going fucking mental, literally. In the and she walks Mendes. up to the rock and she's like, "You, you're gonna want to see this." Taken two days ago, London, and she puts down the thing, and it's, he's like, "Oh my god, it's freaking and then they fucking Show it, it's Letty. It's freaking Letty. It's freaking Letty. <laughs> Which, Letty. for the Rodrigo's heads, you know, it's like, well, yeah. I'll be seated for the next one. Exactly. Of, of course. Um, I think this one also has some great sequences, like the ending with um, the tank. Oh, well, sorry, this is a pre-ending, but the tank on the road. And people will remember the, the scene where the tank sort of flips over and Michelle Rodriguez is flung uh, like across a bridge and yeah. then Vin Diesel oh. also flings himself somehow using his car, catches her in midair over a bridge. And then they both land safely on a windscreen. Yeah. <laughs> like oh. it is insane. It's yeah. such a, like a breathless, like, like I remember seeing that in the cinema and being like, <gasps> 
It's like gag. truly, it's a gag. And and this is what I think the series excels so well at. It's like it's providing these moments that are like what the fuck ridiculous. Yeah, but they pull them off so well, and the pacing kind of like builds really well to these ridiculous moments mm-hmm. in in the set pieces. So by the time Vin Diesel does that, it's like you're in it. You're fucking in it. And it also, I think, uses them sparingly enough for you, for you yeah. to be like, wow. wow. Yeah. It's wow. not just, like, completely stupid. And I I think I, the thing also, the thing that I do appreciate about the films, I don't think there's one that goes for longer than two and a half hours. I think the longest one yes. is about two hours, That's 15. That's the upper limit. Yeah. And Mary, they are slick. I mean, two and a half hours is long. Yeah. That's but, like, most of them. Hour 45. Hour 45, two hours. Yeah. And they're slick. They're under control, hitting hitting all the marks. In and out. Yeah. In and out. Fast and the Furious 6 is very important because that's where we get introduced to the Shaw family. Oh, the my God. member. Of course. See, the villain's played by Luke Evans. Luke right? Evans. Yep. Sexy, sexy, sexy man. Yeah, sexy gay boy. Uh, uh, we love him. Uh, but not he, the not gay in the movies, unfortunately. No. That we know of. Yeah, that would well. Yeah, that might there might be a reveal. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, so he's in it. He's he, and, and then this is famous for the runway sequence at the end of the film, which got a lot of criticism because it take they're on that runway for an extremely long amount of time. And yeah, pe- people the, saying how long is this damn runway? Blah, that's blah, blah. what I was thinking. Yeah. Was, so, also, sorry, while well, I remember, Fast and the Furious universe is filled with so many cameos and. They've all kind of gagged me a little bit, but not not as much. I was sitting in my bedroom watching Fast and the Furious and Rita Ora Ooh. comes onto the screen yeah. and is playing like the grid girl or whatever. And I squealed so loud and my housemate came in and said, are you okay? And I said, Rita Ora! Rita Ora is on screen. I, I can imagine um, that Rita and Vin would get along really well. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Um, they both kind of occupy that same vague liminal space. Like who we clear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. very that. Um, um, but the, there's the runway sequence at the end. Oh, about um, 25 minutes on this bloody... and Because and, it took me a minute to get what you were saying. So when we say runway, we mean like plane of runway. A plane. They're on a plane. Yes. This plane is getting Not ready to take off. Yep. But they're stopping it from taking yeah. off. And um, so Gal Gadot dies. She dies. Wink. Um, she falls off into the... Into the abyss, into of, the abyss the of like the crash cars <laughs> and the plane and all that. Which is notable because she is with Han at this time. Yeah. Um, so she dies. Rest in peace. It's so sad because we love Gal. She had to go on and do better things and become Wonder Woman. Yeah. So people, I, I guess this, this kind of like got her the gig. Exactly. Really, the Wonder Woman gig. And um, now. I remember when she was announced as Wonder Woman and I was like, who? And then I looked her up and I was like, I've seen her in three different movies and never like registered who she was. <laughs> so great choice mm. <laughs> to lead a franchise. Um, but yeah, she, she passes away and then that inspired. Han to, to go to Tokyo. Go to Tokyo. Yeah. Um, where he quote unquote dies. Yeah. And then um, at the end it's revealed. Because obviously they this big fight with Shaw to yep. get I think that's to get God's Eye. I don't know. Is God's Eye six? No, I think that's seven, God's Eye. But yeah, seven is God's Eye. I can't remember what. What was six then? I, I don't know about I don't it. know. Some he was trying to get something or other. <laughs> and then um They kill him. 
That, no, they don't. He's comatose. Oh, that's right. Well, we don't find that out until seven, though. Yeah, so, okay. Well, we so think six, he's dead. Uh, doesn't he get, like, a harpoon fired into him or something? Maybe. I don't know. And a he lot falls of- off, off the runway. I, I think Dwayne Johnson, like, fires a harpoon yeah, into him. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Lots, <laughs> of, lots of crazy shit happening. Lots of crazy shit happening. And then the post-credits scene is obviously the Oof. big, the car end from Tokyo Drift of where Han, Han dies. But D- then it's revealed- That Jason Statham Who plays him. Luke Evans' brother. Yes. And he's him. on the phone. He's like, I'm, I'm Dominic com- Toretto. You don't know me, I'm, but you're gonna. I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're about to. Which um, Jason Statham is such a. It's like Sexy the, the logical. Well, no, I don't think so. But I, uh, I think it's the logical. Like it's like of course, like yeah, you're perfect. Yeah. And then we get to Furious Seven. So we changed director. James Wan directed this one, Australian. Okay. Um, and I think Furious Seven's the best. I'm gonna say that. So you you probably don't. They all fall blended no. together. Furious Seven was I would say five or seven. Yes, yeah, I, I would agree. So seven, okay. um, in the interim, six and seven. Paul Walker dead. Oh, dead. From wait, the- so does he die? No, because seven's the last one with him. Yes, so he died. He the, a few months into production of Seven, yeah, um, from crashing into a tree or something. Car crash. Rip. We all remember when we were when Paul Walker hit the tree. We all remember where we were. I remember um, that was a big moment. It was uh, not for me personally. Was, I was like, "Who is this man?" Yeah, but a it, lot of people that I went to high school with, a lot of people that I went to primary school with. It was crazy. And then actually, when because I grew up in Craigieburn, um, I don't know if I've mentioned that before. <laughs> um, I remember when Fast and the Furious 7 premiered, mm. they, like, flew out Paul Walker's brother to do, like, a car show at United Cinemas Craig <laughs> Event. Oh, my God. It's, like, not bad enough that your brother died. It's, like, now you're at Craig Event. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you are at United Cinemas Craig Event Central. That's a rough gig. With the undesirables of Craig Event. A car show? What are you talking I about? I don't know. <laughs> I don't God, know. I'd love I to think it was for there. charity. I did. I actually looked into it. I did Aww. some research before I came because I was like, why the fuck? We need pictures. We need I'm, pictures. I'm sure someone that I know would have gone. <laughs> but um, the, like, Furious 7, it it had a huge amount of anticipation. And yeah. I think, obviously, Paul Walker's death had a lot to do with that because people were aware he was he's going to be in the film and they're going to, like, send him off in some way. Yeah. Um, but, uh, to talk about the movie, like before we get to Paul, um, I love it because it 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 kind of I think the the where Fast and Furious succeeds is where it just kind of goes from set piece to set piece, and we have minimal like interruption between yeah. them, and you have enough of a plot to kind of propel you along, but you don't want to get bogged down in details and stuff. Yeah, it's just a fun time. Like, it, you don't want to think about it Exactly, you're watching but, it. but you want a little bit of, like, intrigue and you want a yeah. twist and stuff. Oh, they're going to get it. Ooh. Yeah, and I think Furious 7 really has that. Like, even the opening, which is the fight with... um. Also, another thing, I don't... I don't always love when they do the um, fight sequences or the gun sequences. Like, I, I very much want them to be in the cars. But yeah. Furious 7 opens with a great... <clears throat> fight sequence between <clears throat> excuse me um, are you well it's <clears throat> getting too excited um it opens with a great fight sequence between Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham in the office you remember oh, this oh yeah 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 oh, it's so good it's yeah. like bow, bow, bow. 
Like, it's just two dudes going at it. Yeah. <laughs> like, not in a sexual way, like, just to fuck everyone up kind of way. And yeah. it also has that amazing, amazing scene where Vin Diesel and Jason Statham just fully drive their cars into each other and just crash. Like, yeah. Head on. And then they're, like, shooting at each other. It's it's insane. It's, <laughs> it's fucking so insane. And I think it's got them. I think Jason Statham is a memorable villain. Yeah. Um, I think he brings, like, a, a good... Like, he matches the tone of the series very well. Absolutely. We have, um, oh, like, and, and the set pieces of this are just excellent. Like, we have the opening fight, and then their family home gets blown up. Oh, crazy. It's crazy. Um, and then they, we have the planes, the the cars coming out of the plane, and they've got the parachutes. The parachute. They parachute into, like, this area. The area of, like, Because there's the, the bus. The bus. Yeah. And the, oh, so good. So this is God's Eye, actually, yes. This is God's Eye because they're watching it, yeah. yeah so and this is the introduction of maybe my favourite character. What's her name? What's uh, her name? My favourite character who I don't know her name. But I, I know the one you mean, the one from Game of Thrones. I did not watch Game of Thrones. She looks like uh, Zola Ashton, but she's not Zola Ashton. Don't know who that is either. Yeah. But she's the hacker girl. Yeah. Oh, like, her name's like... Mercy Valley. She's Mary. (laughs) So she, for those who don't know, she, she's a hacker woman who's created this thing called God's Eye, which is a software that can like- Ramsey. Ramsey, of course, of course. My favorite character, Ramsey. It it can pinpoint sort of anyone anywhere in the world. Through like facial recognition technology and like using like- um, CCTV and yes. like phone cameras. It's an amazing piece of tech. It's tech. I think um, this has a great sequence where the, the bus is like going off the cliff. Yeah. And Paul Walker's like in the bus and he's like. Oh, it's like, yeah, it's like, so it's it's been flung across the cliff and it's like yep. coming to a stop and it's like stop. And he's like half, half the bus is off the cliff it's and he nuts. has to like. He's sitting in the front and he has to like climb out and he's like, he almost dies, falls off this cliff. It's obviously doesn't, but. Yeah. And, and this, um, has another amazing sequence, which is what everyone remembers, the car jumping between the two buildings in Dubai. Is that? Oh yeah. Cause it's on the, yep, yep, yep. It's just like. Three buildings. No, it's between two. Oh, like they go, the car is one and then another. Yep. Um, which I think really just shows what these movies are as a fran- uh, as a franchise because, like, when you're in Fast and Furious, you're not just jumping from one building to the other. You're going to do another building after and that. And through it. And, it's and- crazy to think. Do you think when they signed up, they're like, we're going to do this little movie about, like, racing in the streets of L.A.? <laughs> They said eight movies later, Mary, I'm be fucking driving through the tallest skyscrapers in Abu Dhabi. There's no way. It's insane. <laughs> There's no way. And um, so, like, that's where I th- I say that these movies have a, a, a dose of self-awareness because you're jumping between two freaking buildings. Like, that's one, the coolest thing ever. And yes, and, and two, like, it's funny. Yeah. And also in a, se- a sequence. But it's also, like, I- when you're in it. I was like, you accept it. I was, I was, I was living. Yes, absolutely. I was like, oh my god. It's like, oh, are they gonna make it? I, How are they gonna get out? But also the sequence prior, Vin Diesel like literally lifts up a car, like yeah. just with his bare arms. Like, get under! <laughs> Which is like iconic. Meanwhile, Michelle Rodriguez is fighting Ronda Rousey. Yes, oh my in god. a full ball gown. It's so good. It's fu- and I think Iggy's in this one. Oh, yes. Yeah, she's at Race Wars, I'm pretty sure. Oh, because God. does Dom and Letty go back to Race yeah, Wars? Yeah, because because I feel like we missed an important part. Oh, that Letty's so good again. So when Letty lost her, <laughs> Letty died. Yes. And then she was found by Shaw. Yes. And Shaw, 
she didn't have any memories, mm. but she like remembered how to drive and like of fight and muscle all that memory. good stuff. Muscle memory. Um, but she didn't know who she was. So Shaw found her and like took her under her team. And then they found that Letty was with Shaw and she didn't remember, but they like got her back. They got her they back. They got her back. But she still doesn't remember. She's slowly but during re- this one, she's like starting to get she, like. The memories are coming oh. up. <laughs> she'll like Dom will like touch her or something. And then yeah. she'll be like, oh. Flashback to them getting married. Flashback, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I think it's it's got a great great villain. We love the the Letty storyline. Yeah, it's got some of the best set pieces of the series, including the climax where like the Rock is in hospital for most of the movie. Oh yeah, like, with a broken arm and leg, broken arm from the fire, and then he simply removes his cast by flexing his arm. Yeah, and it just. Yeah. Breaks open. And, and then his then, daughter's like, where are you going? She's like, I gotta go to work. Daddy's gotta get to work. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it has it has the the heart of the franchise, which is um, you know, it's the send-off to Paul Walker, mm-hmm. which I think they integrate really well into the story. I mean, obviously they reshot so many things and like they had to rejig the whole movie after yeah. he died. But I, I think they quite elegantly like introduce it as an actual storyline in that um, Brian, his character is. He's hanging up the, the race car. Well, yeah, he's had a family now and it's like, he's, there's this element of him being like, I really miss being out on the road with my crew and like yeah. the danger and excitement, but then I've had this family. So like, I want to be at home, um, it, you know, to take care of them. So I, I think they weave that in quite well. It's interesting because I don't think there's a way I think they did it, like, in the moment that was a good way to go in terms of, like, send him off. Yes. Like, we're not going to kill him because that's, like, pretty upsetting. But, I mean, I'm not here to say that The Fast and the Furious are the most logical films. Of course not. But I think going forward knowing – so, this was Fast 7. There's, like, going to be another five after this at least. (laughs) Yes. And – He's just chilling at home. Well, and he's, and I think the thing is like his excuse, excuse, like the reasoning behind it is like, oh, you know, he wants to protect his family. Yeah. But I'm going to send my wife, Jordana Brewster, to go and like fight, which it, it's. Because we've got to have her in it. Got to have Jordana. And, and don't forget that she She's is, the reason. She's Dom's sister too. Yeah. So she's very much, you know, in the fabric. She's yeah. literal family. She's family. Um, but I. People have been criticizing this choice, but I actually think it works quite well. I, I mean, I think as I think an, it works well if you don't think about it. Well, even if you do, it's like as an audience member, I understand obviously that Paul Walker yeah. is dead. Yeah. And like there's no way around that. You know, it's such a it's obviously such a tricky thing when one of your main characters, you know, it's it's Dom and Brian. Like that's the two main characters. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's fine. And I think it's Nice that they send him off still being alive in the universe. Yeah, Because I don't want to see him, like, go up in flames, like, in the movie as well. It's like, why would you want to do that? Again, like, I don't have that much sympathy for Paul Walker IRL. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you know, you understand his... The character arc and... Yeah. yeah like, you don't want to... I think it would be not distasteful to have him I think die. it would be distasteful, yeah. But, yeah. I, I, and I think the send-off at the end of 70 is actually really nice. And, of course, I did cry in the theatre when oh I watched God. it. Um, Like, sitting... I remember... What, seeing VMAX knocks with my mom, like shrugged down in my chair, 
bawling my eyes out um, <laughs> because it's really well done yeah. and, it, and and it is a bit janky the the like recreation and, and, yeah. yeah you thought you'd leave without saying goodbye like it's yeah. just these patched together lines and but but i think it works really well i think from the cards they were dealt i think they they did they like, did the best that they could yeah absolutely um so seven's my favorite though now we have to introduce a lot of off-screen drama um unfortunately that happened between um seven and eight yes uh, well so the first inklings of this is that when this movie came out there were reports that um vin diesel and jason statham in their fight they were having they were worried that that not no one wanted to like lose the fight you yeah because doesn't vin, wait J- jason statham yes and vin diesel okay, okay, yeah because yeah. so doesn't vin diesel have like a clause that he like can't lose a fight in his um, contracts or whatever I, I can't remember one of them does jason statham has a one where he like can't be beat up too much or whatever yeah um but yeah this is where they they reportedly introduced like a point system where <laughs> Vin proposes. He was like, well, what about a, you know, if he lands a punch, that's like two points. If I land a kick, maybe that's three points. And they wanted to sort of have like a even balance of points within yeah. the fight. And even so Vin invited his sister on, onto set so she could sort of monitor Vin you know, making sure he's not losing the fight, Yeah, um, so, which is truly insane. Um, but you know, it's the cracks are sort of starting to appear. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's offset drama, like something's happening, but then we get to number eight, the fate of the furious. Um, I did not get to watch this one because I was on a tight schedule. Yes. But, uh, and I'm sad I didn't. <clears throat> I can give you the little notes. Um, Charlize- oh, I did watch a re- I did watch a recap video before I watched number oh, nine. Great. Okay. Well, Char- Charlize Theron's the villain. She's introduced um, as a white woman with dreads um, in Cuba. <laughs> Oh, I've missed out. Well, she is African. Charlie's Africa. And she, she, they, they're on the mission to give her the most insane hair in this franchise. Because Mm. then nine, she comes back with the most insane bowl cut cut you've ever seen in your life. It literally looks like someone's put the bowl on her head, cut around and said, there you go. Off to serve. I think it's a serve. It. Uh, I mean, in the in the context of the story, the the dreads are like a wig, like it's not her natural hair. Okay, because <laughs> um, she rips that off. But I need to Google this. Yeah, it's it's amazing. We we um also get uh, there's some good sequences. They go to New York, and because um Charlize plays a woman named Cipher. Oh, beautiful! And she's hacker supreme. She's even better than um. Oh, that's incredible. What's these name? dreads. Ramsey is that? Her name? Yeah, she's better than Ramsey. She's like the hacker lady of of the planet earth planet. so yeah. she's actually there's an amazing sequence in new york where they where she hacks all the cars and there's like a hundred cars like going for this motorcade Work. and you might be familiar with that, oh, is that video. Where the cars like come <laughs> off the building yes yeah which kind of had its own life as a viral video yeah yeah i'm familiar with <laughs> but her. again it's like they're doing this shit for real like they're actually rolling Practical. cars out happening. of a out of a the thing but so this is also notable because um helen mirren is introduced to the series playing a character whose name is queenie, queenie. <laughs> <laughs> which is so appropriate because I, I messaged you and i was like oh my god his name is twinkie and you were like can't wait until you hear what <laughs> helen mirren's name is so now we have queenie and twinkie yeah <laughs> in the franchise <laughs> 
Vinny, Queenie, Twinkie, um, literally, Lenny, <laughs> everyone's there. Um, and Vin and Helen Mirren actually have, have the like incredible chemistry. Ah, oh, I want them to fuck. Well, yeah, Vin <laughs> plays every scene like he's just seconds away from just like fucking Helen Mirren. Um, like it's insane, but but it really works. It's like oh my god, like why am I blushing? Heavy as an audience member, why am I blushing? <laughs> um, but. Uh, Fate of Furious, I think it's great. Um, notably, Vin Diesel and Dwayne do not appear in any scenes together. Oh. Um, so they shot almost completely separately. I think they may have one short scene together. Um, so then this is where everything just kind of goes to shit. Yeah. Um, this is where the family is getting sort of torn apart. Okay. Because, so I'll take you back to August 2016, August, <sighs> my birthday month. Um, We're about to graduate high school. And this this post, so like the same way where everyone remembers reading Kim Cattrall's Instagram post, I do not, not leave Kim- your love and support at this tragic time, yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker. This is um, sort of, I imagine the male version of that, <laughs> where Dwayne Johnson posted on Instagram and said, some male co-stars conduct themselves as stand-up men and true professionals while others don't the ones that don't are too chicken shit to do anything about it anyway candy asses when you watch this movie next april and it seems like i'm not acting in some of these scenes and my blood is legit boiling you are right so whoa immediately everyone's like who the fuck is he talking about and he's he's saying that in reference to fast and furious 8 which is yeah imminent release yeah um you know you don't often get this level of drama from like nice <laughs> um, but immediately everyone's like, who's, who's the candy ass who's the candy ass and you know we're all waiting with bated breath and then vin diesel seemingly acknowledges it and almost sort of comes out and is like it's me because i'm the candy ass vin says honestly this is an unrelated video but vin ends up by saying honestly give me give me a second and i will tell you everything everything Vincent. so people like well you know this story here yeah and then we get to the the uh the movie is about to come out and then vin's kind of like trying to cover cover it up and he's sort of saying like everything's fine he says in my house his uncle Dwayne. like yeah we're friends family argues sometimes it is what it is. Um, and he, but then he also kind of takes a shot at Dwayne because he says, I protect the franchise. I protect everybody, including Dwayne. I protected Dwayne more than he will ever know. And it doesn't matter. He doesn't have to know, but he appreciates it. He knows it. Dwayne has only got one Vin in his life. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson only has one big brother in the film world. And that is me. Well, Sam, I hope you know that you've only got one big sibling in the podcast world, I've only got and one, it is me. One James in my life, thank Christ. <laughs> but, but then, and then Dwayne kind of rebut that and said he's not my brother. Um, <gasps> but, but again, they're both kind of playing nice. Yeah. They're saying it's fine. Family argues. Family argues. Then enter Tyrese. So Tyrese. <laughs> enter Tyrese, who's in the Phelps. He was mad as hell at Dwayne Johnson because. In the meantime, there's a spin-off announced, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Starring Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson. Spin-off- Vin Diesel? Sorry, Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham. Yeah. They're, they're in their spin-off called Hobbs and Shaw. Um, and so this delays the next Fast and Furious movie, F9. Oh. So Tyrese is in a messy legal battle with his ex-wife. So they're going through a divorce. Basically, Tyrese, all of his checks are going towards this legal battle. Yeah. So 
exit Dwayne and Jason, and then del- that delays the movie, which therefore delays Tyrese's check for F9. Yeah. So he is pissed off. He's so mad. And he's also sort of saying that, like, he has been offered spinoffs before, but he didn't take it because he wanted to keep the family together. Yeah. He's sort of saying, it's him or me. It's <sighs> it's Dwayne Johnson, the, you know, most M- profitable movie actor star. of all yeah. time. Or it's me, Tyrese don't even have a last name. It's like, it's like, who are you going to choose? Yeah. And I remember this because Tyrese was literally posting pictures from the red carpet of like him and the rock, but he had cropped the rock out, but it was just, you could see like one eye of the rock in the photo. So, you know, he'd cropped it out. <laughs> he was mad. He as, came on this bitch mad as hell. Literally, he was mad as hell. But, okay. But it was very, this one was very much a one-sided beef because the rock did not comment at all. No, of course not. Of course not. So, Still going. Yeah. (laughs) We then get to 2021 and Vin does another interview where he says, Mm -hmm. he he kind of implies that he was being a a hard, like he was being hard on Dwayne because he wanted to like bring out a certain performance in Dwayne in the film. So he actually compares compares himself to Fellini. He says that his producing style was Fellini-esque. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> which, right. which I love Vince, you know, he's, he's, he you loves, know, the Coppola's, the Fellini, like Fellini. Very classic yeah. movies. Yeah, he likes cinema. Yes, he does. Um, so he's sort of saying like, I had to be hard on Dwayne because I was just getting out at this amazing performance that Dwayne gave in the film. Incredible. And he did get raised for Fast Five. So, oh, you know, it, literally. it worked maybe. And then he says, he, he sort of says that, uh, Vin also says that he's like the punching bag of the franchise. Vin's saying like, I'll take the hits. I don't care because I care about Fast and Furious and, you know, I just want to make the best I wanna movie. want to make a good movie. I want to make a good franchise. Exactly. Um, and then Dwayne sort of says, whatever, he laughs it off. And he also says that other people on set agreed with Dwayne and they were glad that he called out Vin's behavior because that was the thing. Apparently Vin was not being the most collaborative, maybe was being like not that respectful foot to women I on set. That. Yeah, yeah, you could see it. Michelle Rodriguez sort of said too, like, you know, it's family, family fights. Then, okay, we're nearly done. We're nearly done. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a, this is years running beef. Yeah, this is crazy. Um, then- and it's all playing out in the press too. Like, oh, the, not in the press. And and November twenty twenty one, Vin Diesel makes a post begging Dwayne to come back for Fast X, um, because Dwayne's not in F nine. No, he didn't want to come back. So he makes a post saying, um, you know, my children call you Uncle Dwayne. I told you years ago that I was going to fulfill my promise to Pablo, who is Paul Walker, he's referring to, and and create like the best finale we've ever had. He said, I say this out of love. You must show up. Do not leave the franchise idle. You have a very important role to play. Hobbs cannot be played by no other. I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. <laughs> so That's made, fucking. He made that as an Instagram post, which I went back and looked at today. And um, for the the only likes that I, you know, it shows you which falls have liked the yeah. post. It was just me and Muna, like the band. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the band Moon are like what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know why like that. They should have put home by now on the fucking the Fury soundtrack or oh something. Oh my god, it would eat, it would eat. Um, but then Johnson, uh, Dwayne Johnson brushes it off, and he he actually says I didn't like that he brought up 
his children and Paul Walker. And, and he was sort of saying like, he's being manipulative, yeah. which, which, you know, which he, he was. <laughs> he very much is. <laughs> he was. Um, and then, yeah. So that's kind of where it's at at the beginning. We won't, actually it's been in the press. Spoiler alert for Fast X. Dwayne's back. He comes back in an after credit scene and Hobbs is back, um, which we can say because it's been reported and I think it's fine. But um, that's kind of where we're at, that's where we're at. in the beef there, yeah. uh, which I followed all of this live at the time. So like, and, and again, like no one fucking knows about this feud. So it's like, I'm, I think, <laughs> you're like, oh. finally, I've made this podcast. We've got through like 30 episodes or however many. It's my time. So I can talk about something. I need to talk so about educate gay people the about the, the straight version of the Nicole, uh, sorry, not Nicole, of the Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker Kim Cattrall feud. But this was is like high stakes. I would yeah. say. Oh, absolutely. Because they're fucking big guys. Yeah. You know? So then all of this happens, and Fast and Furious Nine comes out. F Nine, we F9. call this one, which was delayed a year from the pandemic. Uh, and this this was one of the like. Me and my mom so excited to watch F9. And then every we, we get the months. news that it's delayed a full year. And we were like, this shit is serious. COVID is serious now. Literally. I, I remember telling my mom, I said, mom, F9 has been delayed. And she threw her head back and she said, no, no. <laughs> is this, is this the biggest loss that COVID gave to you? I really, I really think so. Yeah. Oh, it was Devastating. I can I, I I don't understand because I was not involved in the Fast and the Furious at the time, but I can imagine. You can't understand. I mean, I lost um, Renee Fleming in Light in the Piazza at the Opera House, so like oh, that was my F nine. Sad. That was my F nine. Also, I have to mention after um, Fate of the Furious number eight, which I haven't watched. That's okay. No, there no. was a submarine. Yes, I've been told. There's a submarine. That which will is important. We'll back to the submarine. <laughs> but, um, uh, ever since we saw F- F- Fast and Furious 8, uh, as soon as we get out of the, the theatre, my mum turns to me and she says, that's the last one, right? And I tell her, no, mum, they've already announced the next one. And she, again, she says, no, no, <laughs> because she's just checked out. She wants it to be wrapped up, but she can't not see the movies, you know? <laughs> Your poor mother. <laughs> and and so when we saw... Well, I tell your mum I'll be joining you because you've got me wrapped up in this shit. I'm like... <laughs> We've got you. Well, when we, when we saw Fast X, the new one, we came out and she said, I was telling everyone from work... Like today, this is the last movie. Like I'm so excited. This is the, the last Fast Furious movie. We finally got to it, and I said, "Mom, there is going to be two more movies." She's like, "Why can't my gay son be normal and take me to like book club?" But that's the thing; she <laughs> Not- loves them. And and she said, "But you told me last year that the next one was going to be the last." And I said, I did, but I'm so sorry. They've changed it, and there's two more movies. Did she think it ended how it ended? <laughs> Well, well, yeah, true, because it's the cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. But, but you know, it was supposed to be the last one. <laughs> well, it actually was supposed, well, it was supposed to-, to be one, and then they've announced two, and now they've announced it's a it's a trio. Literally, red, but but also, I'm like, did Vin Diesel just go rogue and announce that? Because he literally announced it on the red carpet for Fast X. He was like, actually, we're doing two more. <laughs> it's just supposed to be one, so I don't fucking know. Anyway, F9 comes out. It's delayed a year from the pandemic. John Cena. John Cena! <laughs> John Cena, who plays Dom's brother, who's never been mentioned in no, any capacity at all. No. <laughs> but it turns out Dom Again, has a brother. Not logical in the slightest. But, um, but we go with it. Because we love John Cena. John Cena is so hot. Oh, you think so? John Cena, I think it's just because he's like a goofy, goofy guy, but he's so hot. Okay. 
I don't see it, but I... Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, John he- Cena plays... Vin Diesel's younger brother, the brother which we, I see. We kind open of. on a flashback. Yeah, I'm like, what's happening? And young Dom is hot as fuck. He's mm. so hot. Do you remember mm. that? Oh, Tasty Man. I think he's from New Zealand. I looked him up. Mm. So I was like, who is that? Young Dom, if you're listening. Young Dom. Uh, <laughs> just DM me. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's looking very young Dom. <laughs> <laughs> If there's a young dog out there, just DM me immediately. <laughs> I've I've got a nice car we can ride around in. I listen to <laughs> if, that impresses, if that impresses you. And um, the one of the indicators is broken and the tires. I need to pump up my tires. Maybe we can do some work on the car together. Oh yeah, you can pump up your tires. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Um, but we get a bit of like, um, I guess. Uh, God, what's his name? Jacob. Jacob. His name's Jacob. Jacob Toretto. Jacob Toretto, he has sort of been living in the... Well, he's got, sort of gone rogue, right? Since... Because because he was partly responsible for... The death. For the dad's death. Of Dom Senior, I'm assuming. Dom Senior. I don't know if that was his name. But, um, but yeah, so Vin... Sorry, Dom... <laughs> The timeline gets so complicated after nine movies. Oh, and like, there's so many people in the, in the movies. But but Dom thinks that Jacob was responsible for his dad's death. So he tells Jacob, get out of here. Get, get out of just town. Just keep riding. If I beat you in this race, you'll never come back. Dom wins the race, obviously. <laughs> and he tells him to never come back. But then he goes rogue. It turns out, yeah, he becomes like a terrorist, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's he, like kind of the whole thing, isn't it? He just becomes a terrorist. He just simply becomes a terrorist, which I, I'm honestly one bad day away from doing the same. Like, if, if young Dom doesn't message you soon, <laughs> Sam's gonna... I will become a terrorist. Yeah. But w- this movie is in- incredible because it introduces... Um, Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Cardi B, but also a little thing called Magnets, James. Magnets! We get some great... Magnet, magnet play oh. in this movie. If, I don't know if that's a it's sexual so thing. It's so stupid. It's so good. It's introduced when John Cena drives his car off a cliff and then a, a plane with a magnet on the bottom sucks <laughs> him up. <laughs> Which is also amazing when they 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 use their grappling hook and like swing the car across a, oh. a cliff. Thing. It's just incredible stuff. But the, I, I really like F9. Um, it's... Like Queenie's back, Charlize is in a she's in a she's box. in a box the whole time with this fucking with fuck the f- ass bob with the foul hair <laughs> and she's just like, I told you, she's this so- is never gonna work she's out. Amazing, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's great. And then the climax of it is it's there's a lot of magnet play in it, which I really love. Yeah, Cars have to watch it. Flipping, flying yeah, everywhere. Yeah, because they've got these big buses that have like magnets, and it's just yeah, like, and- it's really good. Did you enjoy F nine? I had a fun time. Yeah. It's and again, it's leaning into and the self awareness again because Tyrese's whole oh, he, thing in the film is saying like we've done this, we've done that. Like they I'm go sorry. to space in this movie. They go to fucking space. It's amazing. These kids that were driving their cars around the streets of Los Angeles go to space. So like that's obviously self aware and and that's camp. Okay, hello, that's camp. They're going to fucking space in a car, bitch. Like, <laughs> it's so stupid. It's, it's genius. Insane. I can't. But that's that's what I'm saying. Like they know what they're doing. Yeah, like, they know. What I know they're what doing. they're doing. I I don't think camp is the word, but yeah. <laughs> so and then also, um, yeah, Han is back because it turns out. He didn't die. He didn't die. <laughs> it was actually from the help of Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. He was introduced in F7, but we, we didn't, didn't mention know his it. Name. Because there's so much shit happening. Yeah. But but there's this 
group called the Agency, who's run by Mister Nobody, and they're Ooh. kind of like, oh, fuck, I can't even tell you who they are. They're like, uh, they're like above. They're just like some fucking weird people that are like saving the world from terrorists. Yes, exactly. Yeah, um, that's all you need to know. Yeah, it turns out Han Han faked his death with the help of Mister Nobody. It makes no sense, but it's like good to have you back. Yeah, good to have you back. And then we get to Fast X, Which- and. We're going to really jump in and discuss Fast X. So if you want to go in blind, don't, you know, tune out now. Tune Even out We spoiled every other film in the series, but we're going to talk about Fast X in detail. Fast X. What a film. What a film. Um, what did you Introduces think? the first openly queer character. <laughs> well, we don't know. So you're talking about Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa, that fruity fag. Yes. He is so hot. <laughs> He is hot. He is hot. I think he's also great in the film. He th- was having the fucking time of his life, I reckon. Probably my favorite villain of the series so far, I yeah. would say. He's having a lot of fun with it. The character- Because a lot of the villains, they're very like, I'm here, to, I'm here to take the terrorist and get the thing. And he's like, woo, we're going to fucking get the terrorist. I'm going to kill you because you killed my dad, but we're going to have fun. He's slay. slashing. I'm going to paint my nails with dead people. Yeah. So he's he's almost playing like the Joker. Like yeah. He, he's the Fast and Furious equivalent of the yeah, Joker. Wow, I got these nails. Even, even <laughs> so the, the scene, do you remember when Dom's punching him on the bridge and he's like laughing about yeah. it? That's like straight out the Dark Knight. Oh, Come it's on. crazy. <laughs> and he's wearing purple. Like it's a lot of winks yeah. to, to the Dark Knight. Um, Maybe you're going to ask him on the I could say it. I'll put that on my ballot. <laughs> yes, I would too. Uh, but I think um, he he breathes new life into the franchise. Yeah. Um, but but there's more behind the scenes trouble here because Justin Lin was going to direct Fast X. Oh, I've he heard. left. Um, I think it was like week one of production or something. Like the movie was in production and he quit. I have been shown this video. It was like it was a week one of shooting, and it's Vin Diesel and Justin <laughs> Lin, and um. Vin's like, Justin, it's week one. How are we feeling? And Justin Lin looks dead behind the eyes. He, and he's just like... Terrified. Yeah. <laughs> and Vin's like, what do you think? Is it going to be good? Is it going to be the best one yet? And he's like... Long pause. In my heart, I can say yeah. that. <laughs> you can see the stress. And yeah. he quit a few days later. <laughs> so there was a rumor... Don't know if it's true, but there was a rumor that it was over time travel is why Justin Lin quit the film. But, but <laughs> essentially it was because, you know, Vin's in charge. And and there was even this thing where he gets them to write action sequences and then he kind of then does like a thumbs up, a thumbs down, whether he wants them in the film. And if he wants them, then they, they have to figure of, it out. They do, yeah, they just have to figure out how to fit in this random sequence that's been written. Um, I so, wish they would. I'm kind of hoping that the time travel rumor is true. Well, I'd be kind of gagged. Well, they did. They wink, went to space. They did wink to it in this when um, Charlie's throws up. Uh, throws up when she shows up in a DeLorean. Uh, oh, if you remember, the, I did notice that. Yeah, so it was a bit of a wink to the audience. Um, and so this also led to um, Charlie's and Michelle Rodriguez filming their fight scene without a director. Did you hear about this? What? So they have a fight scene in the movie, which they said they just, you know, the film didn't get fully shut down after they lost the director, but they had this fight scene set- schedule and they were like, let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have a director on set. They're like, fuck it. Let's just do it. Uh, and I think it turned out quite well. Women. 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 They said, I'm Atomic Bond. I'm... Um, from Widow. Avatar <laughs> and Widows. 
Let's get it on. And they did. We don't need a They director. turned it. I'm sure there was a second year director, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was great. Don't want to talk shop, but. Yeah, don't, don't want to talk shop. Um, yeah. I love the opening, well, the, the sequence. Well, so Jason Momoa, we're, we're going back to Fast Five. Jason Momoa, as, we, as I told you, if you remember, if you're paying attention, Jason Momoa was actually in Fast Five all the whole along. Time. And it was his dad that we, they were stealing the bolt from. He was just know. off screen. We didn't know he was in the whole time. I did laugh at the beginning where they've actually like fully CGI'd him into the seats. It's insane. It's insane. And they're like, what? You guys didn't know? He was in the film the whole time. <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, but, you know, it works. Like, they must run out of thing, like, storyline. Oh, like, literally. this guy's got to come from somewhere. Like, yeah. Who is he? Um, but actually, so so I saw it twice. I saw it on Friday and Sunday. And what I didn't pick up the first time, actually, was that he is like the way he is because he says, like, something happened to his brain when he fell off the bridge. Did you yeah. catch that? <laughs> because I just, it, it wasn't a hidden detail. I just no. wasn't paying attention for so. But um, anyway, um, yeah, the, there's a sequence that's in Rome, which I think is great in the yeah. film. It's like there's a bomb rolling through the city. It, it's tense. It's classic. Fast, Fast and Furious. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. It's it's Oppenheimer-esque, I'm assuming. Oh, literally. Like, the huge bomb. Oppenheimer. And then when it... Is it spoiler, the bomb... The bomb explodes. The bomb goes off. So, I have to laugh because the explosion is so much bigger than I ever thought it would be. Like, it's... It's a catastrophic it's, bomb. It's a, it's a terrorist attack. Like, it's a full... It's not just, like, a little... <laughs> it's like a devastation for like miles and miles it's so funny and like you see the the you know the shockwaves yeah jason momoa is just like standing there like (laughs) arms are wide and he's like letting the 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 fucking wind go through his hair and vin diesel's like driving away from the (laughs) vin diesel's like driving away from the shockwave and it's like picking up the back half of his car yeah and he's like struggling to keep it on the road it's fucking funny it's yeah. so good uh, um but we get that but then something happens and the, and everyone in the film splits off yeah and because we have about- they um frame it on the family so they make it look like the the terrorist attack was committed by dominic and the family wait did they yeah, that's like the main point. <laughs> Me, you've seen it twice. But because they like... It's, no, just, it's because the agency turns on them. No, but not at the start because the guy in the agency turns on them at the end and it's yeah, revealed yeah. that he Ames. was working with him the whole time. Yeah. Yes, Ames. But um, initially they were like, oh my... Oh, because of that scene with Brie Larson where yeah. he, he's being like, they yeah. run out of chances. Brie Larson was in this, by the way. That scene eight, when her first scene where she was like... This family has driven to the gates of hell for us. <laughs> and then also that scene where they're all voting whether to like. Oh, dis- yeah. And there's that one, they're all shadows. Yeah. And one of them's like a woman shadow and she just like votes against it and yeah. like rejected. I'm like, who's that? Where's her Where's story? Where's her story? <laughs> Where's her story? Oh, I'm sure we'll find out. Story's about- yeah. Exactly. In a few years. Well, we'll- did you know that they're planning a female led Fast and the Furious <clears throat> spinoff? Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. With who? Um, I would assume the girls. Dreamcast, Michelle Rodriguez, Brie Larson, Helen Mirren, Helen Mirren, Gal Gadot, Charlie's Throne, Gal Gadot, and then Queenie, we, we not want- Queenie, M- Ramsey, Ramsey. Oh yeah, she'd have to be in it. And then we probably Devin want- Aoki, Devin Aoki, Eva Mendes, Eva Mendes. We kind of probably want some new people in there too, mm. some new characters. So I would say Tony Collette, Kate Blanchett, Kate Blanchett, 
Michelle Yeoh. I think Michelle Yeoh would actually fit into the... She'd be a great addition to the franchise. Yeah. I think everyone who was in Ocean's 8, chuck them in. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Um, and then... Lydia Tarr. Oh, okay. So Kate Blanchett is playing no, no, no. a different character and Lydia Tarr yeah. in a car. Because she yeah. does have a Lydia good Tarr car. In a car. She's got a nice car in the film. Yeah. And the thing jiggling things bothering yeah. her yeah. the entire film. <laughs> well, she can drive. Lydia Tarr can drive. Let Angela them Bassett. Let them in. Angela Bassett should be great. Hong Chow, Dolly uh, D, <laughs> Carrie, and Carrie with a C. So, but basically Fast X. I Armas would be actually good enough Fast X oh, the Oh, fuck yes. Oh, God, she would. I mean, she's done Bond. Like, she's proved she can do it. Yeah. But um, the, basically the movie has a great sequence in Rome, but then the, the movie splits off. Everyone's going their separate ways, and it just becomes this... It's such a slog. Like, yeah. it's just... There's this storyline of, of Roman and um, Ramsey and um, Ludacris Tej. Yeah, he plays yeah. Tej. Where they're in London looking for cars and stuff. And it's so... I'm like, Tedious. why am I watching this? Yeah. And, and he's fighting with Ludacris. Pete Davidson. And yeah, Pete Davidson. I'm like, what? Get rid of this. Like, it's so stupid. I, and, and it's not funny. Like, I think Tyrese's whole shtick in this is yeah, like... Yeah, so, so it's, annoying. It's tired. By this yeah. or, or it's like underwritten. Like, I'm like, where are the jokes here? Yeah. Um, but the... And then the only storyline I really enjoy here is John Cena... And John Cena and the kid. Yeah. I also enjoyed the um, Charlize and Michelle. Oh yeah, we kind of check in with them at very yeah brief. very brief points because Charlotte because uh, they get they get Letty yes and they put her in jail. Letty's in jail and then they like have this big fight and they're breaking out of jail and then she opens the hatch and she's like climbing up and this fucking thing. She opens the hatch. She thinks snow. she's free. <gasps> snowing and she's like, what the fuck? And, and then, then bang, Antarctica. Antarctica. <laughs> First time and I then she this- just goes back down and Charlize is like. Do you want a jacket? When the Antarctica, the title popped up, this man, drunk as fuck in the cinema in front of it, just threw his head back cackling. Antarctica, which, see, this is Fast Sex, the most self-aware yeah. entry yet, I would say, because mm. it's pure silliness. Yeah. But yeah, John Cena's and and the and the gals is probably the only storylines that I'm like engaged yeah. with at all. Um, John Cena's providing some really good comic levity yeah. to the proceedings, and he's charming. John he's Cena good, is so charming. Great screen he's presence. A bit goofy. Yeah, the rest of them are like oh, such a slog. Yeah. Um, but then things get going again towards the end, and and. Well, basically, this movie, I think, is bookended by some of the best sequences in the franchise. Yeah. Like, the Rome and then everything, come, you know, comes together in the end um, where Vin um, drives a car backwards out of a plane and crushes two other cars. And then he's, yeah, gets his son, like, jumping through a window and then they're, like, driving down a dam and it's catching a fire and then it's... So, that scene, James, when Vin is driving down the dam and the flames are catching up to him and he... Yeah, you know, it's looking bad. But and he just hits the NOS. <laughs> and the NOS fucking propels him out and saves the day. He hits the NOS. Like, James, when I tell you, I was fucking gagged when the camera, like, goes along his skin and you see it goes along, like, onto the, the thumb finger, and, and then, then he presses the button and then we go through the car, which is, you know, like, throwback to the first movie, through the car, like, the NOS, the flame. Yeah. <laughs> and then the car goes off. It's I, insane. I was like... Cinema, period. Yeah. Like, this is what cinema is made for. Yeah. And and that's my thing about these. I think they're such well-constructed action movies. Yeah. Um, they're a bit of fun. They're a bit of fun. They're so brilliant and well done. Mm. Um, and then the film ends on a cliffhanger. The where fire, they've, so they've gotten out of the car, they've escaped. Yeah. But then Jason Momoa puts a bomb. They're in a dam. On the dam. And, and he's going to, he blows, he's 
the dam is seconds away from blowing up. Yeah. And Vin Diesel, the last thing we see of him in the movie, he's like tensing up in a, in As a fighting, he's fight in a fighting pose. <laughs> Cause the dam is fucking with his family, which is yeah. not allowed. Uh, yeah. But then the best part of the whole film, so if you the, ask me, the film is worth it for the ending, which we checked back in on Michelle Rodriguez and Charlie's Theron. They're walking through the snow in Antarctica. It's getting late. The darkness is setting in. They look over, they look, over a, a, you know, the ice. The ice. And then what happens? A submarine um, fucking pops up. Pops from, up from truly nowhere. Yeah. It just pops up out of the ice. The hatch opens. Who pops their head out? Then Gal Gadot. She pops her head out. herself. <laughs> she's she got, lived. She's got the binoculars. So let, let's be clear. They're in Antarctica. There's two figures on the horizon and nothing else. But she pops out with her binoculars and she like does a, you know, a 180. Like she's scanning the horizon with her binoculars. And then she spots the gals. And then she just kind of like flicks her hair. And when I tell you, I was cackling in the cinema <laughs> when this happens. Like it, this is the stupidest ending to a movie I've ever seen in my life uh, and it's incredible yeah i'm so glad gal is back because i've never been a big gal head <laughs> i mean she's a foul person like yeah. to be clear um like literally was in the idf but she's camp and silly and she can't act and it's funny gal's back gal's, gal's back. fucking back like it's so stupid and also it kind of implies that she is driving this ginormous nuclear submarine herself <laughs> like she's like okay we'll pop up here and yeah. it pops out the hatch i'm like and and has she, I, I have so many questions like has she just been driving this submarine around for years uh, who knows? since she's been like quite a Like, I just imagine she's been living this underwater, you know, life for probably quite a long time (laughs) until she's finally popped her head up. But I can't wait. Uh, Like, she's going to be reunited with Han. We'll see where that goes. uh, Um, I I was thinking about to say, I guess maybe she was... um, Maybe she's there with Mr. Nobody. Maybe he's in... That's where Mr. Nobody is. Do you reckon Han knows? That she's still alive. I don't don't think so. Oh, but 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 they both... The Mr. Nobody connection. Mr. Nobody. I I reckon they... I don't think he knows. Yeah. Mm. I think we'll get a reunion scene. Interesting. Wow. (sighs) And that's where we are with the franchise. And, okay, we've been chit-chat-chatting for the whole time. But I... So, it wasn't until I saw Fast X that I kind of realized that... Vin Diesel. I I think he oh. is kind of the embodiment of Jesus Christ. I think Dominic Toretto is Jesus Christ in these films. Here we Be- fucking go. And it wasn't until X. Sam has been teasing this all week. He's like, I have to tell you my Jesus Christ theory, and I was like, I don't think you do. It wasn't until X I realized, but Dom is Dominic Toretto is this societal outcast who has a heart of gold. Like he he has his family, his disciples, and. Even those that turn against him, who who are against him, they are eventually, you know, they're turned and they are awoken to like the way that Dom lives his life and they become his disciples, you know, like John Cena, like Charlize, Charlize Theron to some extent, like all the villains are being folded in because they realize that. Dominic Toretto is the embodiment of Jesus Christ and he's wearing a cross around his neck and he has these sort of superhuman abilities in the car because no one can drive like Dom. Let's be clear about that. No one can drive like Dom. He'll beat anyone in any race. So, and, and he's being tested by these 
people. Like that because Dom is the only pure thing. And, you know, he, he clearly has this divine power. So people come along and they try to fuck with him and test him <laughs> and they try and take away his family. But Dom is always going to live this sort of pious, good life. And, you know, people can't handle that. And I think eventually he'll be killed for it. I think probably the next film, he will be crucified in, you know, in some way, in maybe some metaphorical way. But I'm, you know, I think it's honestly quite clear. I don't. That Dominic Toretto is Jesus Christ. I don't disagree entirely. (laughs) (laughs) You're making some points. Thank you. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say, because I don't want to give you any credit. I'm just going to say, let's see how this plays out in the next two movies, but I'm pretty sure that, you know, I know where it's headed. And, you know, Scorsese inspired. So I haven't read the Bible, but Judas, uh, was he related to? No. (laughs) (laughs) Judas was not related to Jesus. Okay. Well, you know, God knows that Dominic Trader has had some Judas. Oh, Judas. People. The demon I cling to. Yeah. In his... In his circles, uh, literally. But anyway, and and then the also the other thing we we well, I think these films invented chosen family as well, oh, which is another yeah. thing I want to mention. I think that's the only queer thing about it, the chosen family. It's chosen family. They do also. Did you know? So I'm just like spitting out all the facts I didn't. Get to talk yeah, about. but um, Corona does not pay a cent in product placement for this. They oh. just. And and you would you would know from watching the movies, Coronas are featured extremely heavily yeah. throughout the films. But they genuinely just love Corona. <laughs> like they just put them all in because it's you know it reminds them of home oh sort of God. thing. And and also that um, Rita Moreno is in Rita Moreno. Ah, oh, the new one dressed Elvis for some reason it's dressed like, in a Dolce Gabbana fucking belt, yeah. decked out with like jewels or white. Ah, oh. I was like, is this Austin Butler here? Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, wow. Last thing, who would you like to see join the franchise? Um, I I had an idea, which is that I would love any of the Scars guards to join the franchise, Ooh. whether it's Bill, Alex, or Stellan. I think all of them yeah. could play good villains or something. I think that they could be like a villain family. I would. Love they could team. <gasps> they could team family. up with Jason Momoa. That would be great. And yeah. we've seen Bill play a villain in John Wick. Uh, well, you haven't, but he played a great villain in the latest John well, Wick. Well, we saw um, Alex play a villain in Big Little Lies. Of so. course. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, and I think Stan... I think Alex would do it. Yeah. Yeah, he'd have fun with it. Yeah. That offer him a shitload of money. <laughs> I reckon he would do, like, maybe, like, a, if they did, like, a spin-off to a, a sequel to Hobson Shaw or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, we didn't even he, mention Hobson Shaw, which well, has an, it, so. an incredible performance of... Um, Vanessa Kirby. Oh God, yeah. Well, she's great in it. But um, oh my God, I'm blanking. Idris Elba is really. Oh good. yeah. He says um in the movie that they're like you're trying to do a genocide, and he says genocide schmenocide, <laughs> 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 which is an amazing piece of writing. But um, ah, oh, look, I feel like we've barely scratched the surface on Fast and Furious, but there's just you, so much. I to could discuss. talk for hours and hours and hours and hours. And hours. Exactly. <laughs> but. Is Fast and Furious getting in the gate? So, the, the rubric. <sighs> this is a hard one. Well, it's not for me. But well, go, yeah, that's go the on. thing, isn't it? <laughs> quality. I think 100%. I think, no. Are you fucking kidding The quality kidding me? of the Fast and the Furious movies is so disparate between all of oh, them. Oh, yeah. But, like, once they figured it out at five, those are some of, like, the best action movies of the 2010s, I would say. 100%. <sighs> 
Like, you don't get it because you don't really, like, appreciate, like, action blockbuster cinema. But these are, in some cases, the high watermark, like, of of the genre. Like, they're doing shit that no one else is doing. And flawlessly. I would watch ten of these before I watch one Marvel movie. Like, they just don't compare, okay? Yeah, well, they, yeah. How are you going to say, like, come on. Like, even even the first three, which are not that good, and, and four to some extent, I think they still have their charms. Like, especially the mm, first. I found the first three, three, one to four, like, so boring. I was like, I don't want to watch One is these. good, actually. No. <laughs> you have to say yes to quality. You simply have to. Because... I'm not getting <clears throat> railroaded into... You this might be our first disagreement. Can, can you, know. you not admit? It has some quality. I'm not saying it's like the best quality. But the quality that it has is is huge amounts of quality. Like like seven is is bad. I feel like everything I'm gonna be like, no, and you're gonna be like, oh no! Oh it slides, oh it's fucking so good. So look, quality I'm gonna ag- give a half star for quality. We'll agree to disagree, but I'm right. Next rubric. Does it slay? No. Um, yeah, look, it doesn't slay in the way that we usually think of the criteria. Yeah, see, what you fucking try and turn this around and be like, oh, but it slays because it's like a... Well, listen, Michelle Rodriguez slays. Um, I think... For, for like, one Michelle Rodriguez, there's, like, four other miscellaneous men that, like, bring the slay factor down, so no. That is true. I think Ludacris slays a bit. Um, Dwayne Johnson slays it a little bit. And this one's been hard to argue. Yeah, that's what I thought, bitch. No, it does not slay. Okay. Um, what was the next one? Doesn't benefit the queer agenda. <laughs> you got me give here. It, give, it, give, give it to me, Sammy. Give it to me. <laughs> you got me here. I will say Look, Gay Jason Momoa yeah. has some benefits, but that's literally it. And that's in 10 movies. Listen, not really, but... I feel like they don't even recognise that queer people exist. I think... Which is, like, fine listen, for, like, the context of the film, but, like, make listen, Ramsey a lesbian and then I'll consider it. Listen, listen, listen. No. The fact that they're not homophobic, I think, is incredibly... They say faggot in the start of the first few movies. incredibly progressive. Like, <laughs> they say faggot, like, three times in the first three movies. I think all we can ask from... Faggot! The, I think all we can ask from these set of men is that they are not bashing up gay people every single because night. they're too busy bashing up none terrorists of their, none of their lives well that's what I'm saying like they are not homophobic make which I think make Vin Diesel's kid gay make Ramsey gay make someone in the team gay and then I'll talk about it you're not getting away with this one this does not benefit the queer agenda at all <laughs> yeah look it benefits my personal queer agenda <laughs> anyway what's the next one is it a classic it well, is unfortunately simply a classic. yes <laughs> in some yes. circles but not my in my circles and then was, was I, I gagged? gagged and listen bitch I've I got you gagged. on this one because we, everyone the whole world was gagged like at these films like you don't get to 10 11 films really without gagging the whole I world I will say that I was gagged by how much I enjoyed some of them period and that that is like crack to me hearing you say that so I think we should let them <laughs> If you had asked me a week ago, if you had said, James, in a week from now, you're going to watch all the Fast and the Furious movies and you're going to have enjoyed them, I would have been like, no, you're wrong. You said, shut the front door. I was door. like, this is stupid. I'm like, I have no interest in watching this. But here I am letting fucking Fast and the Furious through our gate. Uh, 
Flick on the nos. I'm revved up after that. Oh, to have the family. Family in our game. That's huge. Um, Oh, what a treat. What I... My brain... Is so empty at this moment. But the worst thing is, I want to go and watch number eight <laughs> because I'm. You'll be seeing number eight when the next one comes out. Me, you, and your you mother. Can, you can come along to to the screening with my mum. Yeah. Um. I I hope to see a lot of gatekeepers there. Actually, I, I really hope this is a turning point for the queer community. I will say, as I've said already, don't watch the first four. Yeah, you can just go straight to five. I know I'm asking a lot of, five of the queer community. On, I had a fun time. Listen, this is my message to the queer community. Please watch the Fast and Furious movies. And let's, guys, let's make them a part of the queer canon, family. The queer culture. Yeah, it's chosen family. It's queer canon. Come on, guys. It's about time. Open your eyes. Yeah. And then I'll see everyone at F11 or whatever they call it. F11. F11 Furious. One, two, eleven, whatever. Well, I don't care. I hope you enjoyed this. Thank you so much. I hope you finally got to. If you got to the end of the get your get what you wanted to get off your chest here, Sam. Oh, massively, massively. Um, And don't you guys worry. You thought Sam talked a lot today. I have an episode planned. About I'm going to go on. About what? Tell me. I already told you. Forward tease. Tell me. Is this Twilight? Yeah. Oh, that's our fine. Twilight episode is coming. I can contribute. <laughs> anyway, and I so, will be talking. Thanks so much for listening. Um, please leave us a very lovely review, and we'll read it out live on the air. Exactly. Make um, sure you follow us on Gatekeeping Pod, Sam X McGowan on Instagram and Twitter, West James on Instagram and Twitter, Letterbox. all that fun stuff. We have a TikTok now. Follow that. We have a recommend, TikTok. Recommend to your friends. Watch Fast and Furious. That's like the demand list for this week. Yeah. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye.